that quarterback, number 19. First place! First place! Are in first place in the AFC North with a record of six and three. I can hardly believe it myself. We'll try to make sense of it on your favorite Browns podcast, available through a water animal themed website. I'm your host, Brian Costco, joined here on AquaRealLegion.com. Got dumb. Chris Bullard. Yay! First place, first place, first place. Ian Wolf. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Brian Weeby. Pierogi hot fuck. Sherry Oliver. Hey guys. Ooh, not so back in the mix. Hey, guys. <laughs> Dave Obenauer. Browns, Browns, Browns. All right. Celebrating a Browns victory over the Bengals on national television. Thursday night, huge game. Browns come through and dominate, winning 24-3. I can't even believe it. We're talking about playoffs. Playoffs? 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 Yes. Can you believe it? I can't. It seems crazy to me. This podcast has never operated from a place of positive thought this long. (laughs) We're high atop the mountain just shitting on everyone, and we don't know where to direct the spray, I guess. (laughs) That's one way to say it that's supremely disgusting. Let's just try to figure out, you know, I think this is going to be a recurring theme in this episode. Disclaimer that we're not shitting on the pierogi mountain, because that would be especially disgusting. No, no, no. Yeah, we don't want to associate our sponsors with that. We're going to have to suspend Ian, probably. <laughs> At least find him. Yeah. Get him to tweet out an apology. Tweet an apology, and right now all this episode's going on. Just everyone? Yeah, start, yeah. start somewhere. All right. Make amends. Browns win versus the Bengals 24-3 in their biggest game in a very long time, let alone their biggest game that they've won in a very long time. National TV, NFL Network, CBS, they take first place by themselves with the Steelers' loss to the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 earlier today, Rex Ryan. It's the first time since 1995 that the Browns have been all alone atop their division. That is a really long time. It's 19 years ago. Does that mean that after this season, the Browns are going to move? Yes, they're going to move. That's disappointing. It's exactly like the movie Major League right now. Uh, Cincinnati had been unbeaten 14 straight games at home, going 13-0-1 and 4-0-1 this year until they got beat by the Browns. Also, the Browns, speaking of uh, streaks, busted their 17-game road-losing streak in their division. That's 17 games in their division on the road, 
the longest skid in the NFL since 1970 when the leagues merged. The Browns hadn't won a division game on the road since beating Cincinnati in September of 2008. Oh, boy. For a second. I think that the Bengals winning 14 straight at home is more improbable than the, the Browns losing streak because Andy Dalton fucking sucks. Hey, man, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, it's jumping the gun a little bit. But. A Weedonian performance. <laughs> well, sub-Weedonian. Right. <laughs> the Browns now have their best record through nine games since 1994 when they started the season 7-2. and two. Hell yeah. And you know who the coach was then? Belichick. Belichick. <laughs> so let's talk about the game, right? It was crazy. That it was. Yeah, it seemed like probably the most uh, complete performance they've, by the team, I'd say, this season. I think somebody, when we were watching it, texted that it just seemed like an absolutely perfect scenario. Yeah. Defense looked incredible. Three interceptions and a fumble. They've had 12 takeaways in the last four games. That's how you win some ball games. Yeah. Green definitely looked a lot better than he did against Tampa Bay. Yeah, he did. Nice to see Joe Hayden continuing to just get better this year. Yeah, A.J. Green took totally locked him out of the game, and I know it's a big surprise, but Greg Little did not win the game for the Bengals. <laughs> but he did get a headbutt for 15 yards against his own team. Yeah, we'll take that 15 yards from Greg Little's stupid ass. <laughs> more than he ever did for the Browns. <laughs> it's Green had, uh, three catches for 23 yards. Greg Little, one for eight. And that was the dunk time from Jason Campbell. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, God. I remember that connection last year. <laughs> Jason Campbell to Greg Little. The elite NFL times, quarterback. <laughs> I wonder how many, times, how many times that connection was complete successfully. Like, think about that. Like, <laughs> how many times it was tried? Like, how many times did Jason Campbell throw the ball to Greg Little, and how many times did he actually catch it? It's my. It's not listed here on my stat sheet, but I assume Greg Little also had about forty drops in the game. <laughs> Safe assumption. Uh, wasn't, wasn't Little like, went off a route and caused one of the interceptions? Yeah, one of the interceptions was off one of his very few targets. We paid. What a loser. <laughs> Yeah, it was personal. We're in first place, dumbass. Personal the wrong way, apparently. Um, run games back. 170 yards total between our three-headed dog. <laughs> and Sarah. 52 carries. That's crazy. Yeah. Three touchdowns, too. One from each of them. West had 94 yards. You did? Three TDs for three t three TDs for three running backs. First time since 1994 that has happened. When they started seven and two, I hear. <laughs> That's a good year. Good year for the Browns. Um, nice to see Crowell back. Yeah, I felt like he came in and had some real nice runs, and then of course the touchdown too. The Bengals looked pretty terrible. Yeah, they did. They looked a lot like the Browns I'm used to watching. 
Yeah, I, I wonder what about, you know, them playing the Browns the past year or whatever made them say, you know, we should grab uh, Greg Little and Jason Campbell. They're all right. <laughs> those guys would be a great addition to our team. Well, to be fair, those guys probably helped the Bengals beat the Browns in years past. <laughs> the other way around. They're like, who has beat us when they've played for other teams? <laughs> we want to change the culture. Um... What do we got here? Hoyer. What do you guys think about Brian Hoyer's performance this past Sunday? I think he did a good job. Uh, you know, he keeps earning the game manager title, and you know, he won. The, he shepherded our team along to a win, so he did a good job in my book. That should be his nickname, the Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, the worst nickname ever. He definitely was throwing some amazing passes for the wind. It was windy. Yeah. Side well, as Deion Sanders said, he saw a $100 million quarterback out there, and it wasn't Andy Dalton, and his money's funny, and all that stuff. <laughs> Deion, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> right? I'd love to have Deion on the show. I would steer clear entirely of the subject of gay rights. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Well, it's because you're so vehemently opposed, and Dion is an advocate, right? No, he put his foot in his mouth about something earlier this week and was like, it, I think it's a choice, and I've got a gay cousin. I know. <laughs> We've all got gay cousins. Yeah. Anybody's a gay cousin, really. <laughs> Call us up. <laughs> to this live show. You have the gay cousin that you don't know about at the time. It's Deion's gay cousin, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> Brian Hoyer did look great overall. I mean, he just got it done. Led us to the win. I think that's the best way to describe it. Taking control of the game. And the running, the run game was great, so it opened up the pass. But even though he didn't have a passing touchdown, he had some huge plays. It's strange that he's getting this performance out of that group, too. And Hawkins was out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cameron was out. But the line looked better. Yeah. Yes, much. They didn't uh they did not allow a sack. There you go. To be fair, the the Browns only attempted twenty three passes. Wait, didn't didn't they get a sack? Didn't McDonald get kind of run over once and That was last week, Dave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come on, I, I think the line, you know, is also you know, we've already said it, but the running game has improved in large part because I think, you know, the new center's getting a little more, you know, he's getting more opportunities to play and improve. So the Bengals, you mentioned how terrible they looked. Andy Dalton especially got brought up already, but Dalton was 10 of 33 for 86 yards with three interceptions, two sacks, and a passer rating of two. Ouch. Rough. That's, isn't that like one of the worst quarterback performances in a long ass time too? Maybe since nineteen ninety four? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think so. We would have had Testa in ninety four. Uh, I think it was like Jeff Garcia actually in probably like two thousand three. <laughs> so anything else about this game you guys want to talk about? I only saw like the last quarter and a half because I was at the Rivari room 
in Columbus thinking that they would have the game on, but they don't have NFL Network, so uh, thumbs down to them. Mm. Yeah. yeah you, oh, use some of that hound dog's money and upgrade your satellite. Ian? What? That's good analysis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, anything else about the Bengals win? Big win. It was a big win, and it's it's nice to win such a big game. Being Browns fans, I don't think we're used to that feeling of, you know, football being everywhere and right. people talking about your team. Or you know, I'm surrounded by a lot of uh, Bengals fans. Clearly, Dave and I are in Dayton. It's fun to be able to lord this over them. It was weird, like... Uh, Friday morning, I intentionally tuned into Sports Talk Radio on my way to work just to hear if they were talking about the Browns, and they were. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. They talked about Dion and his funny money. <laughs> but it was a, it was a, a you know, we, we texted during the game. It was big. It was big, and it was it just, you know, you weren't used to seeing everything come together so perfectly as the other team just falls apart. Yeah. Do you guys think it was a test game that everyone was saying this was going to kind of be? I mean, if it was and they passed with flying colors, they just made the Bengals look like a pile of shit. Yeah. Well, I guess that's my one, like, I don't know, the, the Browns fan in me and my concern after the game is like, I think we played really well, but I also think Andy Dalton played exceptionally poorly, and I'm, I'm not sure we can give that all to the defense. I think some of that's right. him just sucking. Mm. So that's my one, like, well, that's my one, my one, the Browns fan in me, like I said, that just can't fully, completely appreciate a win. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's a combination. Our defense played good, but Dalton played terrible. During the game, like in the fourth quarter, I put something on Facebook when the game was at hand that, you know, at least until Sunday, the Browns were going to be in first place. And my dad, lifelong Browns fan, within like two seconds, had commented, remember your Browns history. Right. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's a fair point. Like, we're used to being... But he's wrong. They're in first place all alone. Well, this was before the game ended. I think he was anticipating a total collapse. Well, loss and a Steelers win, and then we're two weeks out. That would have made more sense. So we've talked a lot on this show about anything. Well, I guess before we go into the Brian Hoyer stuff, uh, Brian, Dave, anything you wanted to add about the game? Are we going to talk about Jeremy Hill being an asshole? (laughs) We can talk about Jeremy Hill being an asshole. I mean, maybe that's all there is to say is he's an asshole. Yeah, he had something to say. This is, of course, the uh, Bengals rookie running back who had, like, what, one good game a couple weeks ago um, only because Giovanni Bernard is hurt. And he basically said after getting beaten by the Browns 24-3 and he got, like, 55 yards or something that the Browns just weren't that good. Right. He went on to say they were worse than I thought. Yeah. Quote, they didn't do anything special to me. I mean, respect to them. They won the game. That's all I'll give them. <laughs> the game. Yeah. Thanks, Jeremy Hill, dickwad. I, I personally did okay. That, so that's fine. But, you know, I don't know. Fuck that guy. You know, I feel like shit like that makes me call into question my 
you know, leniency I give the Bengals as being my least hated AFC North team. They still are, but, you know, they're still really terrible, too. I kind of wonder if that's bad coaching, too. Like, if you can't get your rookies in line with what they're saying, like, nine weeks into the season, that just, I don't know. It was pretty fun to watch Marvin Lewis's face the entire game. Can Can we talk about Andy Dalton's funny money? Yes. They gave him six years and $115 million before the season started. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) That says about what Hoyer is going to command. He's going to get right up. I mean, I read an article today basically just saying that that's the contract that both the Browns and Hoyer should use to negotiate. Because that uh, Dalton contract, he basically, after two years, has like an immediate out if they want it. Yeah. And it's like two years, $25 million then. Man, oh man, that guy. Well, the the awesome. Browns got money to spend, so I mean, of all the things, maybe locking up Hoyer wouldn't be the worst thing to spend some some bucks on. Some of that pilot flying J funny money. Yeah. <laughs> Completely legally got flying J pilot money. Right. Absolutely, in no way got illegally. So. Speaking of, of quarterbacks and and where the Browns, both Dalton Hoyer, I mean, I think the contract's an important thing. It's being discussed a lot. Hoyer keeps winning despite what, you know, the situation may be. And I, I'm of the firm belief that if he keeps winning, I hope that they retain him. You know, he's won me over as a fan at this point. Uh, but it got me thinking about realistically – where we would rank him in quarterbacks, you know, across the league, like what quarterbacks we would all rather have. And I thought maybe it'd be interesting to just kind of go and quickly go through starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and if anyone would rather have him than Brian Hoyer, just to, you know, make a make a sound, I guess. We can go, something like that. <laughs> whatever, whatever you feel. Uh, Carson Palmer. Anybody? No, thanks. Yeah, are we supposed to make this only if we want him? Yeah, I guess only if you want him. Matt Ryan. Really? Is like Brian Hoyer over him. Matt Ryan's Falcons are three and six, I think. I think well, that'd be like a, a, a marginal upgrade at best. He's a James. Oh, I don't know. I just think uh, he's a he's a slightly better Andy Dalton. Like can't win the big games. He's the King Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> of the Brandon Whedon, Andy Dalton, Matt Ryan trifecta. Joe Flacco. Not a surprise here on the Browns cast that no <laughs> one Joe Flacco. Are calling it the uh, Browns cast now? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to rename it the Browns cast? I meant to say Browns podcast, but I rushed it, Ian. It's Portmanteau, bro. Portman, bro. Kyle Orton. <laughs> no biters on Kyle Orton. Cam Newton. I, I don't know. Brian Hoyard. He's Cam, Cam Newton. Newton's got, like, uh, amazing physical skills, but, you know, I, I've never really seen him blow me away with, like, leadership or, you know, crunch time yeah. gumption. Do you think he's a better quarterback than Hoyer right now? No. 
These are like those great loaded questions they do on the Browns post-game show where they're like, all right, are the Bra- okay, we're going teams Browns better than nobody. They're going to win by 48, go Browns. <laughs> <laughs> they're... Uh, who? Well, funny enough, Brandon Whedon still listed as the Cowboys quarterback here. So Brandon Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dalton. Obviously, none of us would prefer to have him. Jay Cutler. No. That's a yes. Not just any sound. Matt Stafford. Yeah, I'd rather have Matt Stafford. Yeah. He kind of, I don't know, he's obviously a talented guy, but in terms of, like, my personal, like, liking people, I think Brian Hoyer is far more likable than Matt Stafford. I can hear you there. These next few, I'm going to assume that we would all agree we'd rather have quarterbacking the Browns, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I'll take the Yeah. And I will, of course, take Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's actually not going to be starting for the Texans next week against the Browns. Ryan Mallett getting the start. But, uh, Andrew Luck? Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. So that's, what, three guys so far? And we a few of us said we'd take Cam Newton. Blake Bortles. <laughs> no. Alex Smith. Alex Smith? Uh, no. Tannehill. No. No. Teddy Bridgewater. No. Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> you take Brian Hoyer over Drew Brees? I think Drew Brees is in decline. Well, yeah, he's in decline, but Jerry's he's. Still- giving a thumbs up from back in Studio B over here. Uh, agreeing with your statement. Uh, what about Michael Vick? No dice there. Eli Manning. No. Derek Carr? No. Nick Foles? Um, He's hey. pretty good. Yeah. Roethlisberger? No. Rivers? Yes. Yeah, probably. Kaepernick? Maybe, I'd say. I do not want Philip Rivers, for the record. I hate that man. <laughs> Russell Wilson? Yes. Yeah. No. Mike? No? I don't know anything about him, to be honest. Seahawks, man, he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, so did uh, other people. Joe Flacco. Yeah, and what about RG3? No. So, I mean, there's like seven or eight guys we're putting ahead of Hoyer. That seems crazy. It's, it's, I think a lot of it is a lot of those guys are kind of, I mean, they're good, but they're not so much better, and I think Hoyer has the intangible uh, advantage over most of them. For whatever that's. I think that's a good good statement for sure. Leading yeah. them to wins, and that's that definitely counts for something, especially with the Browns team. That you know, I read, I was reading some articles today about the Browns, and one of them mentioned kind of this mis like band of misfits, you know, all of these sort of free agents and undrafted people and you know, bouncing around the league guys, and it's it's managed to work out. And I think Hoyer, you know, it, it, it is able to lead them to wins in that context. Yeah, I mean, look at the, the guys who caught passes on Thursday were Miles Austin, who's kind of a retread, 
uh, Gary Barnage, who I don't even know where the hell he came from, Travis Benjamin, Taylor Gabriel, and Ben Tate. He's good, but... Those yeah, aren't, like, superstars. They're definitely uh, better than the sum of their parts. And they're better than Brian Rubisky and Muhammad Massaqua. Well, yeah, definitely. I think we're better than them. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break here coming up. Hi, this is Ernest Biner, former Browns player. You're listening to Six B's and a P on AquaBearLegion.com. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's the laughs of Dave Obenauer and Chris Poland. You here. I'm also joined by Brian Weeby, Ian Wolf. Who recently put me on our own marriage 6B1P hot seat, Sherry Oliver. <laughs> We're here all in the studio at AquabearLegion.com, your one source for force. Force! All guests appear via the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Fresh line. Get some Pierogi Mountain. They're down at Bourbon Street. Tuesday nights are Pierogi Nights, 75 cents. They're delicious. You can also pick them up to go from there. The rest of the week are at Wyland's Markets in the Columbus area. Find them on Facebook. That shit is good. My, my Tuesday night offer still stands. Ian will buy you a pierogi. No, I haven't been there in like three weeks. That's probably about since you brought yeah, the offer. I think that is exactly right. But that <laughs> is, <laughs> coincidence. Ian, shirking responsibility. Right, so, I mentioned all guests are from the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline. Pierogi Mountain also sponsors our next segment, which hasn't uh, been on the show recently. Ian, cue up the theme music for the hot seat. Pierogi hot fuck. We don't have any better music. Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. All right. There you go. Who's on the hot seat today, Ian? Uh, Everybody. Is that what it is? I don't know. We didn't decide. Well, we got to decide right now. Everybody. All right, so does that mean that everybody answers every question? That's too much. Well, we just went through every single quarterback in the NFL. In <laughs> that, was, that was literally three minutes of radio. <laughs> That's well, pretty good stuff. I thought it was good stuff. Yeah, Weeby's right. That's good analysis. It was good analysis. You guys were the best. All right, cue up that music again. Make it not suck as bad, Ian. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I'm on the spot. All right, we're putting you on the hot seat. You are going to be on the spot. Oh, God, all right. Pierogi Mountain hot seat. (laughs) Subtle yet catchy. So we're going to start with you, Ian. What did you do today? First question on the hot seat. Uh, like everything I did today? No, not all of it. Just tell me something notable. Like the thrust of it. Uh, Drew and I worked on songs. Oh, sounds very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Dave, what'd you do today? Ate chili dogs with Chris. All right, that covers both of you. Brian Weeby. Very, very little. Laid on the couch. All right, Sherry Oliver doing the same. Thumbs up from back there. Chris Poland, favorite Browns player right now. Mmm. After that tweet, I like Spencer. All right, Ian. Crowell. 
Evie. Uh, Gibson. Dave. Hayden. All right. Will the Browns make the playoffs? Playoffs? Wolf. Yes. Weeby. Yes. Chris. You talking about playoffs? Dave. Yes. Brian Weeby, favorite thing about Cincinnati? Uh, well, I guess my family, because they live there. Chris Pollan. <laughs> uh, Brian Weeby's family. <laughs> Dave. Skyline Chili. Ian. The Reds. Sherry says graders. Mention for graders from behind. What did you eat this weekend that was awesome? Dave Obenauer. Chili dogs again. Chris Pollan. Uh, what? The same. Okay. I ate those chili dogs. They were good. I had some Mama Mimi's pizza, which was pretty good. Can you say that in a fake Italian accent for me? <laughs> I had a Mama Mimi's a pizza. Chris, wait, no, Brian Weeby. Uh, uh, belly Shack, and it's really good. Oh, yeah, I've eaten there before. Yeah, Belly Shack. We saw that wrestler there, right? Oh, is that where we saw CM Punk? Yeah. The sandwich place? It's like Korean it's sandwich. CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk. Be on the show. Oh, my God. I got to change my answer. I completely forgot. I ate a place called The Table, which was fantastic. Did you eat at a table? I, no, I ate at the bar at the table. All right. Interesting. Very meta. Ian, where did you watch the game on Thursday? Uh, at my house after I got home from the Rivari room, which, once again, no NFL network. Brian Weeby. A bar I've never been to before called J. Patrick's. Chris. What was the question? I stopped paying attention. Where'd you watch the game Thursday? At home. Dave. At a Irish sports bar. J. Patrick's? Uh, Dublin pub. Dave, what's your favorite beer of the moment? Uh, I still think it's Chumalunga. I'm loving that. Ian. I'll go with what I'm drinking right now. It's the Mommy Bay Total Eclipse Breakfast Stout. Weeby. Um, all beers. Chris Poland, favorite root beer? Oh, I had a main root last weekend that was fantastic. Those are very, very good. Brian Weeby, what's your least favorite thing in Ohio sports right now? Um, I'm never really into anything Buckeyes related, so I'll just say that. Ian. Same thing. Chris. I don't know. The Mud Hens, the off season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy that people are happy about the Cavs, but I don't care. Dave, next question is West Crowell or Tate? Crowell. Ian. Crowell. Weeby. I mean, I like using all three of them. Let's keep them all going. Chris Poland. Come on, come on, come on. Have you guys seen that great Photoshop where it's the crow? It's no. Crow. I have not. Now I want to. Along those same lines, Gabriel, Benjamin, or Hawkins? Ian. Gordon. <laughs> Chris. I don't know. They all have their place. 
Weeby. I think Weeby's gone. Did we Dave. 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 Weeby, answer the question. <laughs> um, sorry, I would answer it anyway. <laughs> Gabriel, Benjamin, or Hawkins, Brian? Hawkins. Dave. I'm with Hawkins too. All right, and I'm sorry. Hot seat. I, I think have. that's it. That's it for the hot seat. Okay. Did you guys answer Hawkins because of those wonderful Instagram videos? Partially. He welcomed <laughs> his son back. Here's a uh, Brian Weeby here, social media watch. Um, you know, I think Hawkins is doing a good job with these videos, but the kid's getting upstage a little bit by uh, the girl with cancer. Can we give Andrew Hawkins' son cancer? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was Sherry. We were tearing up at the bar. Crying at the bar. Always a lovely thing to do. Yeah, Brian Hoyer, nice guy too, hugging that dude. Classy fellows, unlike myself. I apologize. Well, you know, never mind. What? <laughs> well, you can, there are a lot worse things to feel bad about than uh, a child of somebody making a fuckload of money having cancer. Poor people's kids have cancer. Feel bad about that. She has really good health care and a nice donation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, don't get me wrong. but like, I mean, isn't that money going towards research and stuff? Yeah, yeah they're not just giving it to her. It is, for, it is for poor babies in the grand scheme of things. But, you know. Cancer. Andrew Hawkins' kid getting thrown out seems a bit trite since there's that whole childhood cancer thing going on. Speaking of cancers this time on society, Justin Bieber showed up. Nice segue. Not yet. Pretty good, right? He showed up at, of all places, the Pittsburgh Steelers Bible study, and I will precede that by also adding the Pittsburgh Steelers have a Bible study. <laughs> and he showed up there, and we believe possibly put a hex on them or a curse. I think Anybody? I think go by association, really. Right. I don't know. Uh, Unrelated or kind of related, there's. I've heard a wonderful defense of Justin Bieber that you guys should listen to sometime. That doesn't sound interesting to me. <laughs> Extremely funny. You love Justin Bieber, is what you're saying. Well, I don't love Justin Bieber, but he's uh, not the product of society. It's our fault. You're a, you're a believer. I, I, I am a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. Nice. Dave. Yes. Bieber and the Steelers, what do you think? Perfect match. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird. Yeah, he just like showed up at the Bible study, and th apparently this is what caused him to lose to the Jets. I didn't read the article. Full disclosure. Just read the headline. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the headline I read said it was spiritual gathering. Um, Ooh. So, yeah. Like the dark arts or something. <laughs> Wiccans, a couple Wiccans. Like, you, you guys think Troy Palomali's a Wiccan? Probably. That hair? I mean, he's blessed by some sort of god. <laughs> 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 Troy Palomali's a Wiccan. 
Troy, we'd love to have you on the show. God. Andrew, Andrew Unspeakable God. <laughs> Andrew Unspeakable Volcano God. And your hair. And your hair, yeah, even as a separate being or sort of inanimate object. I think his hair is his God. So... Last week, one of the things we discussed, we all went to the game, had a blast, and we talked about the show a little bit here and there, and one of the things that got brought up was I, I mentioned that I was kind of sure after listening to it this many times that Leroy Kelly doesn't say six bees in a pie at all. Go and on. What he actually, yeah, I mean, what I think he actually says is you're listening to six peas in a pod. Or something like that. Or something like that. And so I've decided that we're going to give Pie Corner at least a little break. Good. Yeah, you're done with it. Hashtag save Pie Corner. If you want to reach out on social media, you can find us at 6P1P. Put a little hashtag save Pie Corner. Hashtag yes all pies. <laughs> all your pies belong to us. <laughs> so... We decided to do a new segment called Six Peas in a Pod where we all discuss things that we like. Sherry I just it was going to be a segment about pot pie. You want to do it about pot pie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I just thought that's where we were headed. Marijuana pie or like chicken pie? No, like, like chicken pot pie. Sherry just shit on the whole segment back here. Man, Sherry... She did, and I will say on top of that, too, that I wasn't even going to do the Lord Baelish thing, though it was in the outline, because she's in the room, and that's what I get in return. So are we just saying things we like? I have things that I like. Yes, this is what I like. Lord Baelish, welcome back. How many yes, things? Lord Baelish. How many? Uh, Lord Bale. Bale. Last week you said it was six things, but you were struggling to name five. I couldn't remember all of them, all right, well, let's start from the top. Number one. Number one, Cleveland Browns. All right. Oh, we've moved, moved up. Yeah, I like that. All right. Yes, number... six and three. Yeah. Number two, Sansa Stark and other teenage girls. All right, that's still number two. <laughs> yes. And... Totally normal where I come from in the main. Where do you come from? The same age. And outside Pittsburgh. hey Yeah, right about, I think it's right outside of Pittsburgh where the fingers are. The fingers are in the teenage girls. What's number three? Now I'm leaving out the moon door. <laughs> You're out? You only named two no, things. No, I have conversations in the garden. Okay. All and right, Lord Baelish, everybody. All right, so now we just... Oliver is not being supportive of this episode, for the record. Get her on mic. Let's talk to her about it. Whoa, she's just talking shit back there. Get her closer to the microphone. She can't. Her head hurts and she can't move. Take it closer to her. we got to discuss this. I can't take the whole computer over there. God damn it. Next week, Sherry. This is totally ruining six peas in a pod. <laughs> We're we have peas screwed apart outside of a pod. Right. <laughs> uh. All right, Brian Costco, what do you like? Whatever. Let's do a pie corner. All right. Somebody hit that theme music. Brian? Anybody? Theme music? I am on my own, I guess. Pie corner, it's hot and it's nice. Pie corner, come get you a slice. Yeah. All right, what's the pie corner? All right, Dateline, 2012. 
headline from Jezebel.com, Cincinnati deliciously torn apart by pumpkin pie wars. Ooh. You guys hear about this? No. Me neither, because it doesn't fucking matter. But apparently, uh, uh, there's a pie place in Cincinnati called Buskin Bakery, which is yeah. right next to A. Frisch's Big Boy, name of the uh, <laughs> be overall to giant child. Yes. Then <laughs> the fight about pumpkin pie. That's, that's really all there is to this story. Okay. This is why I don't like pie corn. Basically, what I do is before we record, I Google this either the city of the team the Browns just played or the one they're about to play, and then the word pie. <laughs> you don't think that fulfills you in a like a journalistic endeavor? Or? Well, I mean, again, I'm reading this off of Jezebel, so I, I don't know. Date, date, my favorite part was Dateline 2012. I uh, I like imagining this as a mini secondary race riot in Cincinnati. It's been, it's been like whole 15 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> last race, right? What is happening? Not only is she undermining this episode, but she's making lots of noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're almost done now. Don't worry about it. We talk about things we don't like because right up there is Sherry's attitude. Ooh, Ian has noticed. I thought we were talking about pot pies this time. Cause pot pie. Chris, favorite pot pie. Pardon? Favorite pot pie. I don't I don't think I've had any sort other than chicken, and I, I do like chicken. I've had a turkey one, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I've had turkey in my pot pie. I've had a cush pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Pasties are kind of like pot pies. Kind of. They're, they're a little drier, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a pie crust with meat on the inside and vegetables, so... Yeah, that's true. It's Here's a dark horse time. candidate. Can you can you say shepherd's pie? Um, Ooh. Is it a pot pie mix, or is it not a pot pie? Well, is it's it not a, a pot pie because it doesn't have the crust underneath. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Agreed. You, you make a shepherd's pie pot pie, though, with crust Ooh. underneath and a uh, mashed potato topping. Mm, you get, that yeah. sounds pretty good. Shepherd's pot pie. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back. Tweet of the week. Talk about next week's game quick before we send you off. This is Six Bs and a P, AquaRelegion.com. Find us on Twitter at six B one P on Facebook by searching six Bs and a P and of course on AquaBearLegion.com. All guests, Pierogi Mountain, first date, first line. There has never been a team in the history of professional football with such a following as the Cleveland Browns. They're called the Dogs, and this is their anthem, and it's called the Dogs Pound.
back, make him scream. All right, we're back here, 6B and a P, final segments, before we send you off to what we hope is another Browns win against the Texans next week. I'm joined, as always, by our 6B1 peers, the bushel full of buddies, Chris. Meagle and iPod. Ian. Pretty good. Weeby. Meanwhile, iPod. And Dave. Pretty good. All right. Two and two. Love you guys. Cue up that that Tweet of the Week music. It's the Tweet of the Week. Got a couple of them here. Tweet from Spencer Lanning. Dave, you start off. That's our winner this week. Um, I I forgot the Bengals guy's name, though. Jim Howell? What? No. Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill. Is that Uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was in response to Jeremy Hills being a dick, and he just simply tweeted, "What is a Jeremy Hill?" Oh, which was amazing. Take that, dude. My next tweet of the week coming from Kevin Jones. It was retweeted by Dogs by Nature. You can find him, Mister Underscore Kevin Jones, from earlier on Sunday. If the playoffs started today, the Cleveland Browns would be hosting a home postseason game. For the first time since 1994. Wow. Awesome. I'd like to uh, add one from one uh, Bernard Kozar. Go ahead. At Bernie Kozar QB. Enjoying Brown's win, comma. How about the spectrum of emotions when seeing Lauren Hill, Devin, and Leah Still and their tough, T-U-F-F, situation. All caps, God bless. Bernie. Good guy. Real good guy. I wonder how he's doing. We got a tweet as well from Johnny Football. That's not Johnny Manziel. At Johnny Football. You can find him on Twitter. Woke up to find Hoyer passed out in my yard, face down in a pile of dog shit. Guy didn't even finish his six-pack of wine coolers last night. What does that even mean? Is he calling him out saying he's a puss-puss or what? I'm not sure. The wine coolers do imply puss-puss, do they not? I believe so. Yeah, I enjoy a good wine cooler every now and again. A Bartles and a James, even. <laughs> One of each. Mm-hmm. So, Browns, 6-3, first place in the AFC North by half a game, and we go in to play the Houston Texans at home next week. They're coming off a bye. We, of course, are coming off 10 days rest, and they're starting Ryan Mallett for his first NFL game. Another uh, Tom Brady disciple. Yeah, that's right. Hoyer versus Mallet. Not as exciting as Whedon versus McCoy, but we'll take it. Or <laughs> Gardaki versus Reggie Hodges. <laughs> Reggie yeah. Hodges, the punter? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's it is uh, interesting because Mallet's been, you know, connected to being a potential Browns quarterback for many, many years. 
That's right. Or at least a couple. Last couple. Years. Yeah. But I got to think that's good. You want to get a guy who hasn't played in a game before, right? That doesn't hurt. Yeah. In Cleveland, they're going to be amped, I think, too. That stadium is going to be uh, rocking, I think the word is. Do we know if Jadavion Clowney's still injured? Mm, good question. J.J. Watt's a monster, too. Here's what scares me about this game. Uh, Arian Foster. He's pretty good. And the Browns' run defense is, generally speaking, not that. Yeah, not any not, sort of... Not pretty good. Pretty good. We just got to feed him some bad vegan food the night before. There it is. Hit him where it hounds. In the butt. <laughs> In the front door. In the front door and back door. What do you guys think? I'm feeling pretty good about this. I mean, I think they're better than the Texans anyway. I believe they're four and five. Coming in first time quarterback. It's at home. What do we need to be concerned about? I like her chances, but uh, I think the uh, Texans have those those big name guys that Arian Foster and uh, JJ Eighties villain Watt. Um, so you know if those guys explode, because I have seen games where JJ Watt kind of just takes over, which is kind of amazing to see. But uh, you know, hopefully we can prevent those big guys from taking over the game, and we keep playing our our team game that we play and. We do it. We win. Yeah, the, that's the plan. The Houston Texans, offensively, 28th in passing at 209 yards a game, 5th in rushing at 137 yards a game. Defensively, 29th in passing, giving up almost uh, 275 yards a game, and 21st in allowing the rush at 117 yards a game. That's positive. Yeah, so it yeah. bode well for the offense, uh, especially if Cameron is back. And Hawkins. Man, yeah, for the passing game. And Gordon. I just always worry we're going to have those games where it's like Solomon Wilcox and Spiro Ditas talking about how Ryan Mallett's the greatest quarterback they've ever seen. Right. <laughs> that will be what they'll be talking about next week. Solomon's wisdom. <laughs> that is, yeah, ugh. Do you guys think anybody will bring up the Tom Brady narrative during the game next week? Uh, only in the context of talking about Johnny Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> Football, please. My mistake. Thank you, foosball. All right. Uh, so, week after Texans, Josh Gordon comes back. We play the Falcons, I believe. And we have here, we're going to go through the remaining schedule. Ian, do you have that up? Yeah, let's do this. Let's uh, we'll go through. There are seven games left. Uh, okay. We'll we'll take a on whether we think the Browns will win or lose that game, and we'll see what their final schedule is and see how that bodes for the playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, Texans win or lose. Win. 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 All right, that puts them at seven and three. Falcons. Win. At, that's in Atlanta. Win. 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 Three. Buffalo Bills in Buffalo at the end of November. That could be a snowy mess. Win. 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 I agree, and that'd be doubly good because that makes that draft pick higher next year. There's there's nine and three, and then home against the Colts. Loss. 
Yeah, probably a loss, unfortunately. But here's what I think about that game: is that it's going to be outdoors in Cleveland against a team that's you know used to playing in relatively comfortable conditions inside in Indianapolis, and I think a lot of their offense is predicated on that. But no, no, the weather could be a factor in that game. We'll see a win. Yeah. And Trent Richardson could shit the bed like he normally does. He sucks. Richardsonian performance. Chris, Dave, what do you think? That's a lot of games to win in a row, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think loss. I hope a win. All right, so that would put them at 9-4. and four. And then the return game in Cleveland against the Bengals. Also, last home game of the year, December 14th, and we should probably go. Win. 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 Ten and four, Panthers in Carolina. That's probably a loss. I feel like one of these games somewhere in here is a loss. Yeah. Yeah. I will call that ten and five, and then closing out the season in Baltimore. A game that could have huge implications for the playoffs, playoffs and the AFC North title. Win. Win. Chris, Dave? Chris. Sure, win. Win. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys comfortable calling this an 11-5 and team at the end of the year? I'm going to say I think it's probably more likely 10-6. and Yeah, I think one of those other games that we said they're going to win because we're homers, you know, I think they're probably going to lose. I mean, it does seem to me like the Browns kind of are playing down to some of the lesser opponents, which is yeah. worse. Yeah, you got to hope they win those games against the, you know, I mean, it's going to say a lot whether they beat a team like the Bills in Buffalo or the team like the Panthers in Carolina. Yeah, teams that are kind of at the same level right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What really is Kyle Martin but a slightly older Brian Hoyer? I, mean, I think with the exception of the Colts game, which probably will be a loss, they could <laughs> honestly win or lose. They could end up going uh, what seven and nine, or eleven and five, conceivably. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Or thirteen and three, go Browns. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that is what is going to happen. I mean, I just I think a big question that remains, and you know, is. Uh, what do we look like once Josh Gordon's on the field? You know, like I assume a lot better. Yeah, this is a lot of this game. That's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But you're right. I mean, how does that change how the offense looks? Farmer came out. I think it was Farmer came out and said that they weren't going to change the offense too much just because he was back. No, and why would you? I mean, it's been working. Yeah, it's generally been working, and you know, I'd, I'd much rather see Josh Gordon running an eight-yard slant than Miles Austin because Gordon can break those. Right. I think, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the offense doesn't need to change, but the ball in Josh Gordon's hands, more shit's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't just have, like, uh, Taylor Gabriel or Travis Benjamin out there running those deep routes, and he can throw... Gordon out there and have those guys across the middle or vice versa. Great. So I want to ask you guys before we sign off for this week, and I know we've touched on it here and there, but I think it's important to keep asking it. I mean, we we said last week that if they won this game, that we most of us kind of agreed that we thought that meant the Browns are for real. Do you still agree with that statement? It's more so probably the way they dominated that game. 
Yeah, I think they're for real. I mean, I, I still think there'll maybe be some unexpected bumps along the way, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think it's the best, com you know, all-around game they've played since the Steelers game. Right, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Top of the division, as real as it gets. That's right. Good point, all in first place. And that's where we'll end it for this week. I want to thank you guys for coming out. We are in first place, the Cleveland Browns, first time that has happened since 1994. They went to the playoffs that year. Playoffs! <laughs> you kidding me? That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. And I, Next week versus the Texans at home. Feel pretty good about that. Josh Gordon comes back after that. And we got a lot of football left to play. And it's important this time of the year to recognize, too, Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals losses are all very important. Indeed. And the Steelers lost to the Jets. <laughs> the Buccaneers this year, because they suck. Yeah, Cleveland lost to the Jaguars, so that's not good. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck them. Steelers update? Eat our butts. All right. I want to thank you guys for coming on here, as always. It's fun to talk Browns with you. You're welcome, man. Thank you. Pretty optimistic this late in the year. That feels a bit foreign. You can find us on Twitter at 6B1P. Thanks to Pierogi Mountain. Thanks to Aqua Rare Legion. Thanks to all of you out there. Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns. Go Browns. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Me work iPod. Me work iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl, we gotta go now, Super Bowl, go Browns! <laughs> All the good Americans died.